Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and in today's show, we're going to be talking about adapting hospitality management with Michael Jones, Director of Revenue at Effective Hospitality Management. With 150 years of senior management experience leading prestigious hospitality operations over the last 25 years. During this interview, we're going to be talking about changing behaviours, managing the staffing crisis, adapting to technology, and how distribution strategies are changing and the utilisation of systems and working with partners. Travel Market Life. Hello, Michael. Thank you very much indeed for joining us today. Um, so there has been such a change in the last couple of years and effective hospitality management has really come out of the pandemic and really noticed um, a change in need uh, in the marketplace. As a consequence of emerging from the pandemic, we'd love to know how have you adapted the business model for hoteliers and the type of service delivery needed to meet today's demands? Hi, Ryan. Um, so, yes, starting a business um, in the pandemic, um, which my colleagues Kevin and John done, um, was a, probably a very bold and scary move, um, but there was a need. Um, we identified during the, the process that the, for the, the, the smaller hotelier that obviously the support, um, how they adapted during the pandemic, it was very, very difficult. Um, especially with obviously everything that happened, the non-government support for the tourism industry, obviously at large. Um, so we identified this, um, and um, Kevin and John at the start um, um, st started to go through this and identified what was needed. Obviously, the, the biggest thing was um, staffing and um, cost control for owners and smaller businesses that don't have the basically the, the, the large um, corporate background that have all these procurement bases and um, the, the revenue management skills, the, the huge reservations teams. And there was a huge need there um, for um, basically all the fundamentals that you would take from a very, very large hotel you take for granted that you have a head office base um, that you don't have in a a guest house, for instance, from a guest house up to a small hotel, up to 50 bedrooms. Um, we've identified this going, going forward. What, basically, what we've done is we've taken what we've done in large hotels. We've, we've taken the budget process, the forecasting process, and, and the pricing process, which is obviously one of the most key important parts. Um, and we've scaled that down to be able to adapt and help these smaller businesses. Um, one of the um, one of the large things was technology. Um, I think, especially what I've noticed going into um, properties that have been privately owned and maybe run for maybe ten to fifteen years by a couple, say for instance, was a lot of manual process. Um, and when I say manual, going back, they were using for the booking system. They were using a diary. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so. Um, adapting, adapting the change, and then obviously the, the large one for me out of the pandemic, especially, has been the the technology side. 
I mean, it um, really is a complete rethinking, yeah. though, isn't it? As you say, I mean, it's like there's so much need now for businesses of any shape or size to really understand how digital works, how you engage with consumers on that level to be able to bring those booking in and then also to deliver that digital service, which again, consumers exactly. are expecting. But how do you then ensure that you've got the hospitality experience when people arrive on site? And I've seen that there's a lot more of that shift now to really bring in those outsourced specialist advisors like yourselves to be able to support really the, the, those main mechanisms so that at the hotel itself, they can focus on what they do best. And, and, and I, I guess um, this is where you're really able to bring that best practice from larger hotels and provide a template for the smaller properties to succeed. Exactly, exactly. Then, obviously, throughout my career, I've always been told the most important thing in a hotel is the guest. Yes, the most important, you always get told that, but sometimes, obviously, especially as what we said just prior there, in a smaller hotel, a lot of these processes take up so much time. And if they don't have the skill to do these processes and they're having to learn all these processes as they're going along, it's the guest that suffers. So when we go in, we take that process in the background away. So the fundamentals of concentrate on the guest, the guest experience is at the forefront. It's right at the front. And then everything in the background is taken, taken care of. And what you were saying there about the, the culture with staff um, and things like that, it has been difficult. Um, people are used to sitting at a reception desk and handing over a key. Um, they're just used to standing behind the bar, handing over their gin and tonic or their cocktail mm -hmm. or their pint of lager. The, the, what we've tried to do is, is when we go in, and I, obviously John and Kevin's site, they're, they're very, very good at bringing the team together and looking at people's transferable skills. And when I say transferable skills, they're hospitality skills. It's not just a case of, yes, I'm great. I make the best gin and tonic. Yes, but you can also be the, guest, the best at checking in the guest or taking the guest to the room or explaining about the business. So it, it's looking at it as an overall. So instead of having these segregated departments, it's like that, oh, I only work in the restaurant. I only work in housekeeping. We've, we brought the teams together and sort of not, not in a sense cross-trained them. It's educated them to a sense of you actually know how to do it it's just you've just got this bit in the back of your head it says no this is what i've been employed to do this is all i do <laughs> and, 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 and I, then obviously that fix the guest journey and everything like that as well so yeah yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's that need to be able to, as you say, sort of flex the demands throughout the hotel, utilising your existing staff force, especially when it might be restricted, as we are seeing, um, you know, where demand needs at front desk, have the people at uh, other parts of the hotel working there, and then they shift over to the other departments. And as you say, you're working within a small hotel, I guess this also, once they really understand how they can uh, transfer their skills, they become much more empowered and, and much more involved in, in how you can make the property a success exactly exactly so I'll, I'll give you an example so we have a hotel um, that before the pandemic had three receptionists they would look after reservations answer the phone and we work alongside in fusion group um, and we have a reservation center so 
that element of reservations, reservation checking, taking payments has been lifted out the hotel and then your staff on property, um, instead of having three receptionists, you maybe just go down to one or have two duty managers and then one administration person and they're concentrating on the guest, the concierge side of things. How can they make the guest experience better? Um, so that administration element, which is, which I personally think in a lot of hotels, people get themselves bogged down with when the focus should be on the guest um, and making their experience as, much, as, 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 as good as possible. Um, and also then picking up if there is an issue, which as we know in hotels, there always is an issue that we don't normally, because we're highly professionals, we don't probably show there's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> we just sort of but always make sure that the guest is happy. And a lot of that, is, it's all come down to technology. And um, you, you, you've talked to me about um, some of the ways and those changes by removing that receptionist, the automated check-in, the digital payments, the automated exactly. reports. You know, um, how, how, how have they, the staff, been able to adapt to that? And uh, I guess at the same time, isn't that a consumer demand, a, a demand or expectation from the guest? I think, so we'll start it. So pandemic started, and I, I always use this example. Uh, my dad's 76. Um, before the pandemic, he was technophobe, did not like technology. He now, after two years, two and a half years of a pandemic, has an iPhone and an iPad. Um, and he, they just booked their, their flights to Spain to go on holiday, done it on themselves on the iPad. Um, from the hotel side of things, when a member of staff has been doing something for a long time, and they they take pride in that, and they take this is this is what I do, this 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 is what drives the business. When you take that away, there, there's a lot of change. Um, what what we've done is we have taken them on the journey. Um, we've it's not just. You would think if, for instance, if you just went into the business and turned around and said, right, you're not doing that anymore, you're not doing this, it would make that member of staff probably not that great, not wanting to work there anymore. So we've taken them on the journey and we've, along the whole stage, um, showed them the technology, asked their involvement. Um, the reservation centre, for instance, Everybody goes to the reservation centre. They spend the day there. They see what the team at the reservation centre do, but they also see what their involvement needs to be, how they need to work. So it, they're still doing the job that they used to do before. They're just doing it in a slightly different way to match into this type of technology. So instead, now a check-in, I would say... 60% 60 of the guests now do online check-in based on, based on obviously, from what I've seen over probably eight hotels, maybe 60%. But the, now the, the member of staff on property needs to identify who's checked on online and then just see how they, they can adapt that other 40% of the guests of how they can check in online. And then the other interesting thing is the age bracket for the person who's doing the online check-in is from 60, 60 years old upwards. Which is, to me, I think that's fantastic. I think that's, I really do think that's great because everybody's adapted. They, 
they, everybody roughly has email now. They have an iPad or some, some form of tablet or they have a smartphone. It, that's absolutely fascinating. And as you say, you know, um, whilst consumers and guests have moved in that direction, it's about really helping your staff understanding their role and 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 their, their and how they can be part of that. And one of the other things that you were telling me that has been a big change is how the chefs also engage at some of your properties. Of course, please please tell us about what you've been doing there. I mean, I, I think it's a case it's a case of one team. It's, it, and it is one team. It should never, ever be segregated down the kitchen. Staff stay in the kitchen. Um, and when it, we've got Aird's Hotel up in Port Appen, the, the chef makes a great effort up there to come out. If, if food needs to get explained, yes, the restaurant manager can explain it. Um, maybe not me as much, but <laughs> if I had to do it. But it's a case of having that the member of staff at front of house, having the confidence to go and say to chef, Chef, can you come in and explain where you got the scallops, where the oysters came from? And he will do that. He has his clean jacket sitting there in his clean apron and he'll put it on. And he'll come into the restaurant and talk to the guest, recommend the wine that goes with it. So it's building the team together. And, and, I, and I think that's a really, really important thing, that everybody is one team. Everybody helps each other in a hotel. <laughs> and, so, and and you say is as from from a smaller hotels and and you know there is that family environment and you know it is almost the heart of a community for for a lot of people and you know it, ma it makes sense to look at it that way now one of the other areas um i'd love to talk to you about and, and learn about is the distribution strategy and the role uh, between your otas and how important they are and the emphasis yeah. you put on that from a sales perspective versus your website because you know that's a big discussion that's been ongoing direct, direct huge direct. discussion <laughs> and, it, and it always has been for years it's like we want more direct bookings we want more direct bookings um your larger corporations your hiltons your nhg yes they have to drive they have dedicated teams that are able to focus solely on that um coming down to our, our smaller properties and so the, the the ones that i work yes we would love to have everything direct I mean, it would just be amazing. But when you have your booking.coms that have such a high budget, I mean, it's a budget that you wouldn't even dream of having yourself. What they spend in one week, a hotel probably wouldn't spend in 30 years on online marketing. So there needs to be an element of, so how I look at it when I budget, there needs to be an element of how we work with the OTAs, but how we also work with other channels. Um, the good one for me, it depends out, Google, do Google Zero now. You can now, so when you go into Google, normally it would be TripAdvisor that would come up in your sidebar and things like that. Now Google are taking bookings for you. But they're pulling it from the rates from your own booking engine. So that, in a sense, is pushing your direct business. So we've been looking at making sure our Google business pages are up to date, opening times are up to date, all the things that an owner can do, as well as a huge corporation, um, looking at keywords, um, looking at the scary thing, Google Analytics. <laughs> as, um, as they go to change them to uh, GA4, and that's, GA4, uh, that, yeah, that's yeah, a minefield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've just learned Google Analytics. No. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's looking at it. If 
a lot of independent places do work with uh, places that do their websites, for instance. So um, we work with these companies and it's like, that. okay, can we put um, a simple thing like on as a heat map on our website? Um, me saying a heat map to, to yourself or any of my colleagues, yes, they understand, but then we need to explain that to an owner. It's like that, okay, and the way, the basic, the simplest way I see it is we put a sheet across your website and then it comes out with a colour to see where people are clicking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, making sure the booking engine's up to date. I mean, how many clicks does it take to make a booking? I think booking.com, I've got this thing, I think it's five or six clicks now to make a booking. That's great. Oh, it's, it's I mean, phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's so and fast. I, and I think it's even faster on the app. Um, I lost my train of thought there. Yes, so um, going on to, so, so we're identifying the information in the background. So the Google business page, um, anything that we do mailing wise, mailing, if you would think, doesn't work. I mean, it's just like, oh, it's a waste of time. We've actually proved it in one of our properties, it does work. The owner does a newsletter. Mm -hmm. and to her database um, and the uptake in there I think was this year so the, their financial year finished last month I think 20% of their bookings came from that newsletter and that's phenomenal um, you know how are you utilizing all these different types of systems now and um, the role that they're playing and you know that's 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 certainly you know as, as come to the final questions here Michael we'd love to hear from you about how you assess new technology systems and partners and the technology that you're looking at next so technology we're using at the moment so over all the properties we use um, I think I use a different PMS in every property um six of the properties that i have are on one and then the rest are all separate the fundamental thing they all do exactly the same thing mm -hmm. uh, um the big one for me is the distribution from that system how easy is that distribution and um, when we load a rate how far does that rate go as i would call it does it go out to your otas does it push it to your website the other one is guest confirmation. So we've managed, we've got all now set up. So confirmation sent at time of booking, seven days before the guests arrive, they will get another email. Is it anything else you need? Do you want to book a table for dinner? Then there's a hyperlink in there. They can go in and book their own table for dinner, which then takes the element away from the hotel. Um, and then after they've stayed, um, I think it's six days after, they'll get an email, is there anything that we could have done better? So there's nothing pushy. Everything, the first two are helpful, the last one's feedback. Um, and that's down to system as well. Um, we just put a system into air, it's called Hop, um, Scottish-based company. Um, I have to say, I'll tell the truth here. I've never done the online training. I set up the system, but it's done in a way, if you've worked in a hotel or used another system, it was a very natural flow, where mm. you had to go, how things are worded in the system, how the reports are worded. So 
even though you'd never worked in hospitality before in your life, you would think of the word that you want, that that's what the report would be called. So really important for you as part of um, utilising new technologies and systems is the usability. It's about being intuitive, Definitely. easy to understand, easy to follow and using the language that you're used to on a day to day basis. Definitely. Language is a big one. Um, I think obviously larger companies, so your Marriott's have their terminology, Hilton has their terminology. It all comes to the same thing at the mm -hmm. end of the day. Um the other one is as well is across, so it's not a case of it has to be on a static desktop computer at reception. It could be on a mobile phone. There's a version for mobile phone and there's a version for tablet. So again, it stops a member of staff being stuck at a desk. So you just pull your tablet that's some, you've just taken the order in the restaurant for. And then you can check somebody in on that tablet. Uh, that's what we've done in one of the properties, which it's just, and it engages the interest of the guest as well, because they're like that, oh, what are you doing? So it engages so you can explain to them, oh, it's a new bit of technology that's been brought out in the past two years. We can check you in. We can do everything here for you. I can mm -hmm. even send you an email from here. Um, that's that's wonderful. It. And it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's easy for your staff. It's easy for your guests. It's not disturbing the flow, and it's allowing your team to be much more flexible on site. Exactly. And it's doing it when you're doing the flow. So you mm -hmm. could be checking the guest in when you're walking them to the bed. Um, it, it's interesting. There's technology coming out all the time. Um, it's very, very difficult to keep up with it, actually. <laughs> very difficult. Um, I think I do LinkedIn Lives and try and do research at least once a week just to see what's coming out. And because it, it is interesting and it is fascinating. And everybody can say, yes, the pandemic was terrible. But if we hadn't had that, I don't think we would have progressed as quickly as we have. Because um, a lot of these companies have probably been thinking, oh, yeah, we'll maybe do this in the next five years. And they ramped that up and made sure that was there. And they've done it in a year. Yes, there's teething problems with it. And a lot of education for the guest, especially. But I think as long as you make it fun, and make it fun for the guest and for the member of staff in the way that you you put it across and how you're doing the training. I don't think there's an issue. If my dad can adapt to using an iPad at 76 years old, anybody can do it. <laughs> Excellent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Michael, thank you ever so much. Those insights are incredibly valuable. And as I say, it's um, very admirable to see uh, the scope and growth um, of, um, of of you guys, uh, particularly over the last uh, couple of years since forming. Um, obviously, effective hospitality management is now going to go from strength to strength. And uh, I wish you guys all the best and look forward to catching up and hearing more in the, in the, in the near future. That's great, Ryan. Thank you very much. Uh, so um, that was Michael Jones, the Director of Revenue at Effective Hospitality Management, explained to us how they've had to adapt hospitality management and work much more closely with their staff and utilise technology. Check out more of our episodes on travelmarket.life, where you can find our full series, Hotelier's Voice, of other hoteliers and their experiences adapting and utilising technologies. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. 
For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.